customers can get Xfinity Internet free through the Affordable Connectivity Program. That's right, free high-speed Internet from Xfinity. And Internet Essentials customers can get equipment included at no extra cost. Get started today. We change our minds every day. About a million things a day. This is no different. You can't be afraid to be wrong. You can't be afraid to say, you know what? I'm just going to rethink this thing. People are not dying getting the vaccine. Um, I, I better rethink this thing. I'm going to go call my doctor and, and have a discussion one more time. It is okay to change your mind. Financial freedom, it's within everyone's reach. And this key shows you how to build prosperity and generational wealth for your family on Becoming the Bank. Hello, it's me again, Anissa Keys with Becoming the Bank. All right, if you're tuning in for your very first time this week, this is a podcast that shares biblical principles and practices that help me to become a generational wealth builder. Uh, this is not a how-to podcast, but a becoming podcast, how to become a generational wealth builder, how to become someone who is financially free. Wealth building is a challenge. You can't expect to get there overnight, but I found the only way to do it successfully that helped me to come. The word has helped me to change how I look at, how I deal with, how I manage finances, all by becoming. And I have become a bank, a financial resource to my family, my sphere of influence, and to my community. Okay, so listen, in the word of God, there's always language regarding farming or ag like agricultural analogies. And these references are used regularly throughout the word. We are entering into a seasonal series of sowing and reaping. There is so much value in this for financial freedom and generational wealth building. The basic premise is that sow means to plant a seed. That's it. Sow, you plant a seed. Planting a seed with regards to finances is simply investing time, investing resources, and investing energy into something, okay? To reap is to gather a crop or to get back the results that you have put in. So it's the results of what you put in. We call it our harvest. That's what believers call it, right? You're like, I'm waiting on my harvest. But there is much more to sowing and reaping or sowing and getting a harvest, right, than just to planting a seed, waiting, and then collecting a harvest. So there's a much more to it. So that's why we're talking about it through this series, the next 10 to 12 weeks. That's all we're talking about is sowing and reaping, sowing and reaping. Last week, I did an introduction on this series, right? We talked now this week. Last week, we talked about, right, the habit of sowing, getting into the habit of just sowing with the expectation of the reap. This week, we're going to talk about preparing the soil, right? So if we have to start with something before we even plant the seed, there has to be somewhere we have to put the seed. And so preparing the soil is the very first thing that you do before you even drop a seed. God references in the word of God, fertile soil fertile ground. You can imagine, right? It's it's healthy. You can run your fingers through it. It's not padded down. It has good oxygen. It's ready for the seed. 
I actually looked this up to be like, because I'm not a farmer, right? Even though I've seen all these agricultural analogies in the word of God, we hear about farming so much. I don't know a lot about farming. Although the Lord had already given me revelation around this soil concept, I still didn't know all the details of what needed to be inside of soil to make it fertile. I found out in order for it to be fertile, there has to be a certain pH balance in the soil. It has to have a certain level of oxygen. There needs to be water added. It can't be padded down, right? There's just a lot of nutrients that the soil needs. So we have to understand that before we even can drop a seed to make sure that our seed is going to blossom and be profitable, that we need to make sure the soil is prepped. That means that we are preparing the soil so that the harvest can be beneficial, it can be healthy, it can be profitable and as amazing as it could be. So listen, what does that mean? That means that we're gonna start from the very beginning. One of the things that I talked about before was sowing and reaping was a promise from God. It's a guarantee. So you can lean on that biblical principle. But financially, when you're talking about prepping a soil, you have to think about how do we cultivate the places, the people where you are sowing? How do you nurture and understand the places that you are planting the seed in, right? You need to learn and lean in to where you're hoping to manifest a harvest. So to put it plainly, Build relationships and connections with people that you know in places you know you want to get to, right? In addition to that, create connection in the spaces where your seeds can be utilized and grow in the best way. And then research the areas that are going to bring you back the most financial benefit in what you put in. Now, we always talk about everything being referenced from the word of God financially. The word of God has the ability to transcend all, all topics that we can think about. It applies to every single part of our life. So when we're thinking about sowing, the Lord put the desire to prep my soil in my heart, specifically around the time where I was about to buy a building. I was about to buy my first commercial property. Now, I talked about how I've sort of engaged in real estate stuff before, I've, um, I've been a landlord before, so this was not anything new, but I have never purchased commercial property. And go figure, it's a whole nother different process than residential. So the Lord had promised me the land, but he also put the desire in my heart to purchase this building, to grow my business. What did I do to prep my soil? I began to connect with people in the industry, not people just in the real estate industry, people specifically that did commercial real estate, which is different. I also began to read all about commercial property. I mean, everything that I could get a hold of around like how they evaluate the property, how you get finance for the property. I had to dig all of that in. This is all prepping the soil because I hadn't planted seed yet right? I started to fertilize all the areas around this particular topic. As a matter of fact, I thought I knew the building that God was going to give me. I started circling the particular building in prayer. Like I started walking around and pray <laughs> and I didn't know that the Lord was going to bless me um, with the building or not, but I was already prepping the soil for it. I started to get other people to be praying and prepping the soil with me. I also began adding air and water to the soil by reaching out to banks other financial institutions. I started asking, hey, how can I be in relationship with you so that when I need funds for this project, again, 
I didn't have the ability to get the project yet, to even sow into the project, but I was already prepping the soil. What did my credit score needed to be? What did my cash flow from my business needed to look like? I was prepping the soil. All right. So listen, so how do you become, again, we're talking about becoming, how do you become someone who preps the soil before you even start sowing? There's three ways that I learned to prep the soil and they all happen to start with L's. Okay. Number one, learn, right? Some of our natural ways to sow. Okay. I'm just saying natural for me, probably natural for a lot of people. Natural ways to sow and reap is just to jump in and start acting, start trying to do and, and, and just trying to outthink and outmove beyond God. Right. Sometimes I feel like God wants to slow us down. He's like, listen, you about to jump in and you don't even know how to swim. You about to move on something you haven't even dug the research for. Most people in the world have never experienced financial freedom or have become able to accumulate wealth, right? Because I think oftentimes they just don't want to be learners, right? They just, they don't have the time for it. Not only are they looking for like quick fixes, but they don't take out the time to dig in to where they really want to go. And so if people can take out that time to research, learn and understand where they are attempting to sow their seed, remember that's sowing time, energy and resources. Those are all commodities. So you take the time to do the due diligence before investing, before buying, before removing your investments, before pulling out of a deal, right? So you become a learner. You become a learner. Number two, you become a listener. God is here to guide your soil preparation. You're not doing anything on your own. As a matter of fact, you know, the word kind of talks explicitly about like, we can't do anything on our own. Not that's going to end up being anything special, right? We do everything in God. So listen, right? He will not steer you wrong. I believe one of the reasons why we have this time to prep the soil, right? Is because God has specific excuse me, because God has a specific place in a specific space where he wants us to sow. So he doesn't want us to just be sowing into areas um, that we just think look good or the world is doing, they're popular or it's trendy. So you have to be a listener. I want you to have the habit of sowing all the time, but that means you're also prepping all the time and you're always listening. Don't just be sowing any and everywhere. Oftentimes we can't prepare soil fast enough, right? So we're trying to move at the speed of light. We're just trying to jump into things and they're not necessarily things that God has called us to do. So that means slowing down actually allows us to listen, hear his voice, and then be obedient. It actually puts us more in a risky situation when we haven't took the time to prep the soil and listen to God right? Because now we're moving without him. Listen, the very last one is leaning in instead of leaping in. So this is kind of funny because I'm a baptism by fire kind of a girl. So I'm the type of person that I see something that I want and I just go get it, which means I leap over all the common sense things. I leap over all the due diligence. I leap over all the things that probably might point me in another direction. And I just leap in, right? And I think God wants to press to become people that lean in, right? I like the lean in, right? So that means instead of leaping in, 
you lean in, right? So you already know exactly what it is that you're getting into. You're slowing yourself down, right? So that you think, okay, listen, not only will I ask God and listen for his answer, but I'm going to wait till he gives me permission, right? I'm going to practice just sitting back a little bit longer, seeking other alternatives, maybe investigating a little bit longer, maybe going through whatever due diligence process so that I can become someone who leans in to a deal who leans into financial investments, who leans into property ownership instead of leaping in. There are three different things that you can do to help become somebody who is a generational wealth builder, particularly by prepping your soil. Okay, so I know we're on sowing and reaping series. We're going to do this for the next couple of weeks. I'm excited. I'm excited to learn because I learned just as much. Prepping the soil is a huge part before you even start planting your seed. I want you to become a learner. I want you to become a listener. And I want you to become a person that leans in instead of leaping in. Okay. All right. I'll see you next week. I pray that something that you heard today blessed you. I also hope that you take on some of these principles and practices so that you can become a sower and a reaper and a generational wealth builder. My hope is that you become a blessing and a resource to your family, to your sphere of influence, and to your community. This is Becoming the Bank with Anissa Keys. See you next week. Check back next week for more of Anissa's Kingdom Principles to Live a Prosperous Life. To find previous episodes of Becoming the Bank, log on to ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. Children's Minnesota, the leader in specialized health care for kids, is here to raise awareness, standards, the bar, the stakes, the question, the curtain. On raising kids' health to the highest priority, kids need equal access to health care, more pediatric expertise, a voice for change. Kids need us, all of us. So let's raise them up. Children's Minnesota, the kid experts. OutSchool provides live online classes for kids. They offer academic classes as well as interest-based classes. The topics are so cool. Everything from art and fitness to physics, mindfulness, food, history. A lot of these topics are things that are not taught in your regular school. Check out their amazing classes. Your kids are going to love it. My son's about to graduate high school and he wants to go to college, but I don't have the money to pay for tuition at one of those big time universities. And I don't want him to be strapped with student loan debt trying to get a degree. So he's going here to Doherty Family College at the University of St. Thomas. The school is designed for families like mine who have a higher financial need. Believe it or not, you won't pay more than $3,000 a year on average for tuition. And get this, Laptops, textbooks, meals, and even Metro passes are free. Sound too good to be true? Well, it ain't. That's not even the best part. Doherty Family College at St. Thomas offers a two-year undergraduate program with small class sizes, so your child will have the personal support they need to be successful. At Doherty Family College, they'll treat your child like family. Do what I did and check them out at dfc.stt.com. H-O-M-A-S 
Edu. Set up a tour today. You'll be glad you did. Did you know that United Healthcare helps connect you to doctors and therapists with 24-7 access to virtual care? So I could have therapy from my couch? Yep. Or a doctor appointment from my car? If you wanted to. Wait, you're right. I don't even like when people see me sing in the car. Couch appointment it is. Virtual visits are just one of the ways United Healthcare helps connect you to better health. Learn more at UHC.com. Plan benefits may vary. Hy-Vee Mealtime To Go is mealtime made easy. Just order delicious meals online for convenient curbside pickup or have it delivered. Want breakfast? Hy-Vee Mealtime To Go. Need lunch? Hy-Vee Mealtime To Go. Doing dinner? Hy-Vee Mealtime To Go. Get pancakes, burgers, fried chicken, lasagna, high chai Asian dishes, sushi, pizza, and more. If you're craving it, Hy-Vee Mealtime To Go has it with curbside pickup or delivery. Order today at hyvee.com slash mealtime. At Huntington, we've been asking ourselves, can we make it easier to avoid overdraft fees? And we can. Now, if you're overdraft at Huntington by $50 or less, you won't be charged an overdraft fee. And if you're overdrawn by more than $50, you have time to fix it with 24-hour grace. Why would a bank do that? Just to help people out. That's how we reinvent banking. Huntington, welcome. Your account will be closed if it is negative in any amount for 60 days. Learn more at Huntington.com slash safety zone and Huntington.com slash grace. It's never too late to set the stage for well-being. Here's your well-being tip of the day from YMCA of the North. Put mindfulness in your tool belt. Mindfulness is a method of paying attention and bringing awareness to whatever is happening at the moment. Be open to the idea of being present and honest with yourself. Observe what's happening rather than trying to control what's happening. We reduce our stress, anxiety, and negative emotions when observing rather than get overly flustered in our reactions. For more well-being tips, meditation, and yoga classes, visit us at ymcanorth.org forward slash well-being.